כדי לקיים את מצוות ארבע כויסס, או כל שתיית כוס יין של מצווה, כגון בקידוש עבדאללה ברכת המזון ונישואין, צריך שכמות היין שבכוס תהיה בעלת חשיבות. In order to fill the mitzvah, anytime we do a mitzvah, the wine needs to be chashiv. It needs to be an amount which people say, oh, that's a, an important amount. By Havdallah, by Kiddush, by anything. Anytime we do a mitzvah. So what's a chashiv amount? Revius. Okay? This is from the Gemara in Shabbat, Sachim Kuf Chet. Less than Revius, you have not fulfilled your obligation. Okay? So you take a little shot glass of uh, grape juice, you did not fulfill your obligation. You need Revius. So I have to define, of course, what that is. Let's go through it, exactly. Uh, it's an egg and a half. Which nowadays equals 75 milliliters. Okay, what's 75 milliliters? I think it's like a half a plastic cup. Do a quick Google search uh, with Google Images. 75 milliliters, I'll show you something like that. Okay, uh, that's the Rambam. So, Temanim, that's, that's, there you go. An egg and a half, if it'll help you. I don't, I'll measure by that. Okay. okay. Now, it gets a little confusing because there are some rabbis who feel that the eggs in the olden days are smaller, are bigger, bigger. than the eggs of today. And therefore, it's a much bigger size, according to the Chazan Ish, famously. The Chazanish felt, I believe it's 150 milliliters, double the size of the Ramah. Three eggs, 150 milliliters, and that's called the Shear of the Chazanish. So you go to Bnei Brak, the town of the Chazanish, everyone's going to be Machmir about doing, not everyone, a lot of people are going to be Machmir about getting 150 milliliters. However, the main opinion is like the lenient opinion. And therefore, Svardim go like the lenient opinion, not like this Chumra of the Chazanish. It's beautiful how the Pnini Alacha always brings in both Ashkenazim, Svardim, and Machmir opinions. So this is a great example of that. But according to Ashkenazim, the Mishnabura, the Ashkenazi Posek, writes in Reish Ein Aleph. When it's a biblical mitzvah, so it's better to be stringent. Better. When it's a rabbinical mitzvah, so then it's, it's better to be lenient. Why? Safik, mitzvah Safik, The Swaradim will say, I don't have a safik. That the Chazanish wrote this. He wasn't in our chishuvim. We already passed in the Halakha, like the Shulchan Aruch, the Rambam, you know, the, the Rishonim. That's it. That's the Halakha. Ashkenazim, like the Mishnah say, well, now that there's these Achronim, later opinions that say we should be Machmir, so sometimes we try to be strict. Not always, but sometimes. I just, I don't understand why somebody would use an egg as a measurement for liquid. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make um, sense. Uh, I think the rabbis just tried to give measurements that people had in their homes. That were recognizable, and an egg was just a very common sense, thing that people had around. Um, 
But I don't know. You know, why did they pick a Zayas? Why did they pick a date? Because that's when people had around. And, you know, Ramalamed, in his opinion, they, they wanted it to be what people had in their house. And your estimate, you had a date. Okay, now I know what, I know the amount because we have so many dates. I, I know an egg. But now we have all these new opinions that no, because the eggs are different and dates are different, so it gets much more confusing. But Ramalamed actually feels, he writes this in a different place, that the ikr of the halacha is that a date is a date, and an and olive is an olive, and we actually can just, if you, you know what a date is, then... We have small, medium, and large, and extra large, and double extra. That's true, that's true. All right. Even, even, even in the... Did correct. come back then? Even back then, they had bigger and smaller. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. And you you look in the. Doesn't say. You look in the. You large, medium, small. He didn't. They didn't. No, he, say. He, here he's not discussing it. But in another place, he talks about oh, the did? size. You're right. Even in uh, in Miraglim, it says that the fruits were they saw big fruits in Eretz Israel. So obviously, there's always been different sizes of different fruits. I get they mean the, the, the regular sized fruit during Chazal's time, but we have to now try to figure out what was the regular sized fruit in the time of Chazal. Okay. Anyways, he's gonna go through it. Let, let, let's let's stick with him. So he says, okay. okay. Now we said last time that the four cups is a rabbinical mitzvah. It doesn't say in the Torah you have to have four cups on Pesach. The rabbis are the ones who decreed you have to have four cups on Pesach. Okay. It doesn't say in the Torah that you have to have four cups on Pesach. It is a rabbinical decree. Okay? So since it's a rabbinical decree from the rabbis, so we can be lenient and we can take the smaller amount and we, even Ashkenazim, need not be concerned about the opinion of the Chazanish. Now maybe for the first cup, which is fulfilling the mitzvah of Kiddush, especially if you're the guy saying the Kiddush, then you want to have a big cup. But for... If, if you're an Ashkenazi and you want to be stringent, yeah. uh, according to the opinion of the Chazanish, that it's 150 milliliters, so you want to have a relatively big cup. And that way, because Kiddush is a mitzvah doraita, it's, it's a biblical mitzvah. But the other three cups, everyone agrees, is a rabbinical mitzvah, so you don't have to have a, a cup like that. You can have a little, a little, you know, a little cup. Okay? Um, wait, wait, why, why are we doing this, uh, the drinking of the wine? It's, it's not like in a Torah? We do many things that are rabbinical. Oh, yeah? There are many things in our tradition which are the rabbis decreed, and that's what we do because we, we are rabbinical Judaism. We believe in the rabbis, and Torah tells us to listen to the rabbis. Okay, so it's, just, it's just as good as... It's just as important, 100% as important. The only difference is when it comes to rabbinical decrees, when there's a suffix, when there's a doubt... The halacha is that we go like the lenient opinion, but when there is a doubt in a biblical thing, we are stringent. That's yeah. it. That's the difference. But since this is rabbinical, so I would say for the second, third, and fourth cup, there's all the more room to have a smaller cup to not have a big cup. Still, still, uh, still rabbinical. You still have to have the rabbinical, of course, but, but you can have a, you can have a, you can have a rove of the seventy-five meters, which turns out to be not that much, which is a lot less. Than a robe of the 150. Again, if a person enjoys the wine and it's not going to affect them negatively, Seder, no problem. You want to have all four cups, 150 milliliters, no problem. But if a person doesn't, you know, sometimes by the third cup, people are already not enjoying it so much anymore. Uh, so then you can you can definitely be lenient, okay? Yes. We, we might have a cleaning guy come over at ten, so that's why. No, 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 no problem, no problem. My phone available. Uh, and by, and by. Oh,
Now, there are certain halachot uh, of the cup in general. Has to be whole and not broken, right? No chips, because that's the cover of the cup. Truthfully, I don't know if this would be a problem. If the actual cup, as they break in it, so then it's halachically always problematic. He's saying this is a problem. The handle is a problem. I don't think the handle is a problem, but the actual cup has to be not has to be not, not, not chipped. Yeah, okay. Um, you want to fill it up so you don't look like a cheapskate. Doesn't mean you have to put the, the wine to the like an avdalo to the to the top top top. Right. Maybe um, two thirds full. In other words. Sometimes you see people, they put exactly 51% of the cup. Better not to do that. Better to do 70% of the cup. It shouldn't look like but it. should be full glasses, though, from what I It doesn't know. have to be full, full, full to the extent that it's, it's dripping over. No, no. But it, it also better not to be 51%. 70%. It, because there's an idea of it not looking like you're a cheapskate, not looking like you're trying to get out of the mitzvah. So there's some sort of middle ground. Okay? Um... Of course, you want the cup to be clean. Outside and inside, you want to wash it. That's regarding the first cup. But the truth is, for the second and third and fourth cups, you don't have to go and wash it every time. It's not a disgrace. You want to do it as a chumna. But uh, you don't have to. Because uh, it's all like one drinking and it doesn't disgust people when it's like one in one meal when you drink a cup you don't wash your cup every time so like, you don't you have to go like, crazy can you drink it down to 20% and then refill it for the yeah. third, third one and fourth one or it's kind of yeah. totally empty every yeah, time you can do that you okay. can do that sure I'm pretty sure so as long as you do so as long as you drink 51% though then <laughs> you have to drink 50% of what was in the cup it's not that it, it passes the fifty percent uh, line. You have to, we're going to see. There's a certain minimum amount you have to drink. Yeah. But in addition, let's say you have sixty milliliters in your cup, yeah. so you have to drink thirty-one. Right. Okay. Okay. Now that, that so that it has to be sometimes down here. If it was here, that's down there, right. Right. Okay. Um, and some people wash the cup. I think there's a maybe kabbalistic in it okay. about doing a shtifa every time. So the kafa chayim, right? So you should cup, you should wash it. Good. I think, I don't know. Beautiful. Okay, okay let's let's talk very specifically about what's the shear, what's the amount. So the chachila tov ladeh is not that kol ha'yayin shavakos, v'gam kashayakos k'dolem ha'chila ar-bayot ha'mirviyah. So lech ha'chila, if you can, drink everything. Show your love and passion for the mitzvah. All 75 milliliters. Lech ha'chila, yesh l'shtot at kol ha'yayin. But if you don't want the whole thing, so drink most of it. You have to have most of the reviews, and it has to be a cheekful. In other words, there's two things going on here. First of all, you have to have 51% of whatever is in your cup, which is, in this case, let's say 38 milliliters, because you have 75 milliliters. It has to be most of your cheek. Right. 
or what if someone has a smaller cheek and it doesn't. So then it wouldn't be a problem at all. No, and it's not a reveal. So then it's a problem. That's what I'm saying. So it's a problem. You no. can't really measure by cheek pull. No, I'm saying if it's a small, you're right. You don't measure. You, you need both. You need both. Yeah. Okay. If he has a small cheek, he's a little, you know, little pinskilla. Yeah. And so he's gonna drink like ten, no, ten, ten, a little bit. It's not good enough. It's a she. Maybe she. You know, she. Uh, so no. She. So I'm saying she needs reviews. She needs half of of, of the reviews. In addition to the half reviews, you have to have, make sure it's enough for cheek fall. So when does it come up? If you have a giant man who has a giant cheek, so then he might need a little bit more than 38%. He might need 40 milliliters, 50 milliliters, okay? Um, so you, you know yourself. Okay. Um, fine. Only if these are questions. No. Um, if you're a 13-year-old kid, and so therefore, or you're, you know, a lightweight girl, so it's less than obvious. So again, you just have to make sure you have obvious. That's what the Shulchan Aruch writes in Tough Ein Bet. That's what the Mishnah Bru writes. I'm not making any of this up. What about a, a child? We do give them four cups of wine. But, once they can understand the Kiddush and the Haggadah and all that, then they can already start drinking the four cups. Wine or grape juice? Oh, hold, hold on a second. Already at six years old, if they can understand things, it's good to give them four cups. You have to give them wine now. You can give them grape juice. They're not 13 years old. So it's just to get them, get them in the, understand what the Seder is. You want, depends on your kid, give them a little bit of wine, but... You know your, you'll know your kid, and you'll know how how much he can handle. But uh, but no, you don't have to give it to him. Okay. So that the shear Now you got to drink it in one swoop. But is a six-year-old also chayav? Most six-year-olds. We're, we're just doing it for. He's not chayav. We are chayav. So mechanech oto. Okay. Usually, already a six-year-old knows what's going on, and you know. Is, is he chayev at that time? Is what I'm saying. I'm saying he's not chayev. We are chayev to teach him. To teach. To teach him. We have a chayev of chinuch. He only becomes chayev at 13 bar mitzvah. Yeah. I wouldn't tell your your kid that because he's gonna say, "Oh, I'm not chayev." But I, I mean, I'm a, I don't know. I, I think Hashem holds people responsible for where they're at. So even an 11 year old, you know, to some degree can be chayev. But that's in general. It's a more general question. Okay. Point is that at the day later, we want to focus on the kids and we want to give them all little little cups of, of grape juice just to, <laughs> just to uh, get them in the Indian. Okay. Just like we we get them to do many mitzvahs. This is not such a chiddish. Now, we want to drink it in one shot. If I drink a little bit now and then I wait 20 minutes and then I drink the other half of the grape juice, I did not fulfill my mitzvah. Okay. The question is, what is the minimum amount of time that it's considered one drinking? The data Rambam, according to the Holy Rambam, since normally we drink wine like boom, 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 without waiting too long, so only if you did it like in a short amount of time, in a short amount of time you drink the Revius. Next time, 
It's not so long. Whereas according to the Ravid, um, it's Shir Shel Achilat Pras. About seven minutes. So the Ramam is a Machmir. To drink it in less than seven minutes. The Ravid says it's, you have seven minutes. The Ramam, I don't know the exact time, but it, it's, it should be quick. It should be uh, three minutes. Two, three. So, the Ideally, at your Seder, don't drink schmooze, drink schmooze. Drink. That's all we're doing right now. We're not focusing on anything else. Drinking. To get that 51% of your of your wine down in one shot. Feel the freedom. Meditate. Think about free, whatever it is, you know? Bidiyabad, you have seven minutes. Since, again, since this is a rabbinical decree, we can be lenient. Right. But if you want to be machmir, okay? So, to summarize, what we said is you want to have 75 milliliters minimum, according to the Rambam, summer machmir to have even more. If you want to drink half of the Revius, and sometimes you have to drink even a little bit more than half a Revius if you have a very big cheek. You want to ideally drink it, you know, right away. But Bidiyavid, you have seven minutes to drink 51% of the wine or grape juice. And kids also should drink uh, some degree just to be in it. Okay? Now part two is, like we were talking about before, Hasaba. The most, uh, the thing people forget about the most in book is leaning. Is the importance leaning, hasaba, leaning to the left. So let's do that right now, okay? Because that's very important. Tiknu chachamim, the rabbis decreed. Sheyasev adam belel seder beit achilat amatzav shliyat ayayim mishum shemachol dor tzarich adam laarot etatzmo kilu yatzata lecherut mishibud mitzrayim. So the rabbis wanted us to feel freedom. Okay, okay. It says in Devarim, that God took me out of Egypt. We should feel like we were ourselves left Egypt. Now that's a very hard thing to get to. So the rabbis are our friends and they decreed ways to help us feel freedom. One of the ways in which we feel freedom is by leaning. That's, that's what it's about. You know, so it's, I think the Seder leaders should remind people of this. That it's not just you're leaning because that's a halach. You're leaning because that's supposed to be a way of expressing freedom and expressing, ah, Hashem took me out of Egypt. I'm a free man. Okay? So, therefore, the rabbis required us to do it. Rabbis are smart. They know that if you give just people advice, it won't last. That's very nice, but I'm a busy guy. I'll make my own advice. Make it a decree, it lasts throughout generations. Okay? So, you have to do that. Okay? So this is all what the Raman writes. You have to do Hatsama. The idea is, you know, when you're very antsy, you're going to sit up straight, you're checking your iPhone all the time, and you're not leaning back, like, chill. You're very uptight. So, on the other hand, Somebody who is totally free. I got nothing, nothing in the world bothering me, you know. After your Shabbos meal, 
you lie down on your couch and you're just in a good place. So that's the idea. It's supposed to remind us that we're like a, a night of Seder. We're not going anywhere. There's no rush. We're free men. Okay? The only thing is, in the olden days, it was normal for people to eat, usually like on the floor. Pillows. Pillows, exactly. Pillows and leaning back. and like, It was very nice. It was very comfortable to, to lean. But the thing is, we don't eat like that nowadays. We eat with chairs at a table. So it's a little unnatural for us to, what, to, lean, to, to lean to the left. <clears throat> so that's why it's a bit of a... It's not natural for us as Salacha. Uh, therefore, there were Rishonim, as you should know, the Ravaya and the Rabban, two great rabbis, who said that we don't have this mitzvah of Asaba anymore. We don't, we don't have it. You don't have to do it anymore. Because we don't eat on the floor. On the floor with, it's not relevant anymore. Okay. Interesting. Ulam, that Rishonim, but most Rishonim, Disagree. Once the rabbis made a decree that we have to lean, it doesn't matter that we act differently. We still have to do it. We have to make ourselves into a way to be like the ancients were. Even today, you have to lean. Who says this? The Rambam. The Rush. And the Tour. So you said if it's rabbinical, we go with the leaning approach. Did you say that before? Oh, okay. So I want to fix my, my statement. It depends. Each argument has to be analyzed on its own. Sometimes there's such a broad consensus of the rabbis throughout the generation. This is what we do. That even though there is a lenient opinion, we still go like the more strict opinion. Okay? So it's not exactly like, well, if it's a rabbinical thing, then we'll... we'll, we'll it's not black and white. It's not black and white. Because... That's how it is in law also. You know, if 95% agree and there's just one one opinion differently, so then sometimes the rule, there's differences between the 51%, 49%, and the 95%. So this is really a 95%. You get the Ramam, the Torah, the big guns, the Shulchan, and then that. So, but, but we'll see that the minority opinion always makes a difference. And we're going to see that there are situations where we will be lenient because of that minority opinion. Okay? In just a moment. But in any case... You do have to lean today to your left side. Okay? When do we actually have to lean? When we eat the matzah, a kazayit matzah, zayit korach, korach as we'll talk about, the other matzah sandwich, zayit apikomen, when we have the apikomen, you have to lean, and arbakos, and the four cups of water. Those of you drinking, also matzah? <clears throat> you'll see. This year you'll see, okay? Attention, you'll see everybody. Okay. Everybody. I don't remember, okay. You'll see, you'll see this year. I also I forget every year. It's fine. So, now if you want to do it the rest of the meal while you're eating, good. You're allowed to. It's a holy thing. But you don't have to. But if it's more noach lecha, if it's like hard for you to lean when you're eating, you can sit up. Okay? But when you're eating the matzah and the wine, you have to lean. For the maror, we don't lean. That makes sense because maror is not about freedom. Maror is about bitterness. Um... Birkat Amazon also we don't mean. Because Birkat Amazon is um, is off. 
standing in front of God. We sit up, put to the Shulchan Achrayt. When we do the Haggadah, we also generally don't eat, so that's also like when we're standing in front of God, saying Haggadah. And the eating parts, it's good to leave and they don't have to eat. Okay? Now, I'll already, um, and I'll, I'll skip to it, we'll get to it soon. When are we lenient? When it comes to a woman who forgot. Okay? If a woman forgot to lean, we won't make her go back and drink again or eat again. Why is that? Because there's an opinion in the first place that women don't have to lean. And even though we paskin for Ashkenazim that women do have to lean, but since there's all these lenient opinions already, so if your mom or your wife forgets to lean, we won't make her go back and drink a cup of wine. Whereas if a man forgot to lean, we will make him go back, take some more grape juice, and we'll even make him eat the matzah again, because I ate some matzah. That's how important this decree is of leaning. Okay, but the one leaning situation, again, is a woman who forgot to lean, we'll take all the leaning perspectives together and we'll say, we're not going to make her re-drink or re-eat the matzah. Okay? Kitzad misabim. How do we lean? We don't, we don't go on, on beds. We don't lean on beds. Although I've been on stern, which people actually sit on the floor with beds. It's kind of cute. But out of most people do it. Take the mass of your body, of your bottom part of your body, to the, to the middle of the chair. And then you can lean your back on the this part of the the, the strength of the chair. And just lean to the left. Okay? Like this. Best is to have pillows or something like that to help you lean. By the way, what I do is I actually take a little chair next to me and I put my feet up like this. Or it's actually no in that way when I'm leaning it's actually like comfortable. Depends which state are you go to if that's realistic. But if you could make it comfortable that's like that's the way it's supposed to be done. Okay, fine. Now, why small? Because it's easier to eat when you're leaning to your left side. Your right hand is eating and drinking, and your left hand is, is, is your left side is, is leaning back. Plus, there's a concern that when you lean to your right, it could be dangerous and you might come to choke. It's, a, 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 it's dangerous. So therefore, you do it to your left. Even a lefty will go left and, um, and, 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 um, and you will use his right hand. So even a lefty should lean to the left. So from right, he turns to the right. He didn't fulfill his obligation. 
But if a lefty did it to his right, then he did fulfill his obligation. Because there's an opinion that a lefty actually should go to his right. Esophagus is still in the same place, though. There's no matter. Which is why we, we lean to the left, l'chad chila. But just because there was one opinion that it wasn't about the esophagus, that it was about uh, what's more natural for a person, even though we don't pass him like that opinion, but in a bidiyavad situation, we'll be leaning on the lefty. If you left it, you can do either. Left uh, right. did it to the right, but if he if he did it to the other side, then it, it, he's yotze. Oh. If you're going to your rabbi's house, okay, like a real rabbi, oh, you're going to someone who you really respect and he's your rabbi, or gadol door. I don't know, going to a big tzaddik's generation, going to Nevinsal's house okay. for Pesach. Then you have to ask permission from the rabbi before you lean in front of him. Right? So I have a rabbi, Rabbi Yeager, yeah. To me, he's a big tzad, big gadol. Never done Pesach by him, but if I did it, I would, I would ask him Rishus before you if I can lean. Of course, he'll say yes. I know that he'll laugh. The halacha is that you have to ask your rabbi's permission. Okay? He says no, then you're your wine and matzah because he said no. Yeah. Wow. Amazing, eh? Okay. It's a good, uh, interesting situation. But once the rabbi's given you permission, then it's good. Obviously, I can't imagine a rabbi would ever say no. <laughs> Obviously, he's going to say yeah. But, um, but, okay. But if you did it without asking, so now what? You were Yotze. If you leaned without asking, you were Yotze. Yotze, and you don't forget to put Kavodo. You forgot. No, we met Pagata. Okay. 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 Um, do we want to wait for tomorrow? Or do you want to stop here regarding uh, uh, if someone who forgot to do Hasaba? If you forgot to do Hasaba, when do you have to go back and return? How much time we have? I have time. The question is, do you have time? Do you have time for another another halacha? Yeah. Good. Okay. So we have, so to, we have to do our time. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know, remember. No one's calling me saying I'm at the door knocking. Perfect. Door. Perfect. So let's keep it. How kazayis matzah below hasaba? If you add a kazayis of matzah without a leaning. If you add? You, you had. You ate oh, your matzah, okay. but you forgot to lean. It happens. Right? You, you forgot. You just ate your matzah. Extra matzah or the matzah that the you The matzah, the kazayis of matzah. That you have to eat. That you have to eat. Okay, so that you forgot to lean. Kiven shelo kiem at the mitzvah, kfi shetiknu chachamim, lo yatzai yedei You have not fulfilled your obligation. Oy, wow. vavoyz. So go back and have another kazais. Yeah, but I don't think anybody ever emphasized the matzah part. They all emphasized the wine part I remember in my head. I, 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 I don't remember. I don't remember You're right. Usually part. people stress more wine than matzah. But that's why it's good that we're learning together. Yeah. So we learn the halacha. So so all the Pesach that I did without leaning, reading I'm the sure you did. I'm sure you did. You, <laughs> okay. just, you don't remember. You did it because everyone was doing it around you. You just oh, forgot okay. that, that that's what you did. Uh, Even if you didn't, yeah. trust me, Hashem understands. <laughs> oh, nice. you did, if you didn't know and you tried your best, yeah. okay. Hashem will... Uh, Hashem counts it. I mean, I'm not a Shem, but if I were a Shem, I would count. And even if you benched already, look how crazy this is. You have to go back and have kazayas. Actually, learn this. Rav Shlomo says the same thing. Again? Shlomo's not such a macher, but he says, he says if, you, if you didn't lean and you benched, say, shoot, I forgot to lean. 
you have to wash and re reheat the kazais. All, all the kazaises that we do with the maror, with the this, with the not that. the maror. With the kazai, with the, the, you, have, you don't have to do be machmir about what the the size of kazais is. You could take the minimal size of kazais. We'll get there. What what is the minimal size of kazais? But yes, you should have for a matzah one, for, for a korach, and rafikomi. Well, right? Whoa! So it's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you don't say bracha. Which bracha? Al achilat matzah, you don't say that. Because there's that opinion of the Rabbi on the Rabban no, that you don't have to do that. Yeah, till the time, Moitzi, you also say that. Say the brachas on the, all the matzah brachas. You just don't say, you don't say the bracha, but you, you do the, the Haggadah passages relating to it. Without Hashem's name? Without the brachas? Without Hashem's name. Okay. 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 Hashem's name. Okay, so I made a mistake. The korach, you don't have to go back. Korach is a sandwich. Remember when you take the matzah with the lettuce? There's an opinion that that has a sad element because you eat it with mara. Since it's sad, you don't have to lean. Even though we do lean, since it's an opinion that you don't have to lean, we won't make you go back and do that again. Okay. 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 You know, we do lean, but if you made a mistake, we don't make you back, go back. Okay. For the afikomen, if you still have room in your belly, so better to go back and eat afikomen again. But if you're really, really stuffed, since there's an opinion of the Raviya that you don't have to uh, eat matzah while leaning, and the Afikoman is also Jarabanan, unlike the matzah, which is Daraita, you don't have to go back and eat the uh, Afikoman. The Afikoman is only Jarabanan. What do you mean only? Not only, but it is. It is It is a rabbinical decree. Right. And therefore, and there's an opinion that you don't have to lean the Arabia. You don't have to lean. Okay. So if you made a mistake, we, you don't have to go back if it's hard for you and eat that extra kazais of Afiko. So only it's hard. <laughs> I know, I know. The only thing, one that you have to go back for is for the first, for that first kazais, because that's the mitzvah del right now. First kazais. So uh, how much do you have to eat? Just the kazais. Kazais of matzah. So we do mint lecture dime with the bracha and a moitzi with and the bracha. And then the kazais of matzah. And then what? Oh, and, and then, then we have to do bracha damason again. Twice. So don't, don't do that. They're all messed up. <laughs> but uh, I'll be honest. This is the uh, this one. Most people don't don't mess up on this one because the first one everyone's looking at each other and everyone's leaning and uh, people do it. It's the other ones that people forget. People forget by the afikomen and people forget sometimes by korach. Some people don't know the salacha. But by the first one, from what I've seen in the series that I've been to, that's good to tell because a lot of people don't know. And now you know, and you oh, say, okay. "Show them where are you coming this from," and you'll we'll photocopy this page and you'll. You'll you bring it to them. Or you'll you give them my number. You say, after the Chag, talk to your Kalman, and he'll uh, send you the, the Panini Alacha, and he'll show you the Shulchan Ach, so he's not just making it up. Okay? Good. Um, however, let's talk about wine. If you forgot to drink the wine while leaning, this comes up a lot. If you drank one of the four cups without leaning, once again, the rabbis argue. 
The Das Bal Shulchanarach, according to the Halacha Shulchanarach, Rabbi Yosef Karo, ay 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 ay, lechachila yachzor, lishtot at the cost, ba'asaba, you should go back and drink again. You have to drink again. Udata Rama, but according to the Rama, the Halacha of Moshiachalis, mitoret ba'ayah, we have a problem. She yachzor, we said, cause if you're gonna go back and drink a second cup, you're at Kamisha Moshe Falkosos. People are gonna think. You know why he's doing that? Because he wants to have more cups of wine. He's not doing it because he forgot to leave. But you can imagine, the guy drinks a cup, and then a second later, he's drinking another one. And when you be like, what's this guy doing? He's giving me things in six cups of wine. Eight. Eight. He's an alcoholic. What's going on here? Exactly. He wants to drink. And then the rabbi said, drink four cups of wine, not five cups of wine. You can't, you can't just start drinking in the middle of the Seder. There's a Seder here. Therefore, if you drink, the second cup before the meal, before, without a saba, yachzor v'shtoto ba saba. Then you have to do a saba. So when it comes to the first cup, you don't go back and leave. When it comes, according to the Ramah, according to Ashkenazim, but according to Sephardim, you do. But when it comes to the second cup, even according to Ashkenazim, you would go back and re-drink. Why is that? Because after the second cup, we have the meal. During the meal, if a person wants, he can drink wine. So a person's not going to think that you're adding to the to the to the cups that Chazal decreed. So that's a bit confusing. But according to Ashkenazi, after the second cup, if you messed up, you do drink again. After the first cup, you don't drink again. Okay. But first, third, or fourth, and the third and fourth that's the same as the first. Because people, if you start drinking extra cups, people are going to think that you are just adding on to the to the mitzvah, and that's a problem. And so don't drink again. But the second cup, you do drink again. Okay. I'll say it again. Eh, good. That's my job. So if you are a Sephardi, then you don't, then you do drink again. If you, all, all four cups. If you're an Ashkenazi, then after the first, third, and fourth cup, if you realize that you made a mistake and you did not drink while leaning, you cannot drink another cup to, to make up for it. Too late. But second cup, you would make an extra, you would, you would drink an extra cup while leaning. Everybody? Everybody. Both Sephardim and Ashkenazim. Second cup? Second cup. But the first cup, which is the Kiddush cup, the most important uh, one. So again, the, the reasoning is, is, is the following. The Ramah is concerned that if you start drinking after the first cup, another cup of wine, People are going to think that you're adding to the cups uh, that Chazal decreed. And uh, they're going to say that uh, this guy doesn't hold of the rabbis and there are four cups of redemption. So, so it's better not to drink that an extra cup. But after the second cup, we don't have that concern. Yeah. Because in the second cup, we anyway are allowed to drink extra cups of wine during the meal. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's, that's a halacha. It's a bit confusing, but that's a halacha. Okay? Yes. Uh, but all of this is lechatchila. At the end of the day, if a person tells himself, listen, if I drink this second cup, I'm Sephardi. So we said, according to Shulchan Arach, you, um, you have to lean. So technically, you should drink a cup again, another cup. But you tell yourself, if I have another cup of wine, I'm going to be wobbling, and I'm not going to be able to get to the fourth cup of wine. And I know myself. It's not going to go. So then don't drink. Because you're going to lose more than you're going to gain. Rather, just rely upon the opinion of the Ravaya, who said that you're Yotze nowadays even without leaning. And 
and and um, and don't drink that. Right. Hold on. I'm really should drink again. Oh, but not not all four. What if you didn't lean? Let's just say with one. Doesn't matter. No, no, one, one, one cup. Whatever one you missed, then oh, you do. You missed. So how do you right away fix it. If you remember it. later, then it's too late. But if, if right away you realize <laughs> that you didn't get all, that, oh, I didn't drink at all leaning, lean yeah. so then if you're a Sephardi, you go according to the Shulchan Arach, and you're not a lightweight, so then pour yourself some more grape juice or wine and fulfill the mitzvah in the best way. But if you know yourself and having that wine is going to knock yourself over and you, you're just not going to be able to handle the rest of the Seder, so then you can be lenient and you can rely upon the opinions who say that you don't have to drink again. So even as far as you can be lenient on this one if it's really hard for you. Okay. okay? Women should ideally drink while leaning, but if they forgot, they don't have to go back. But if you're a, uh, uh, an honorable woman, then if you can go back and drink again, if you forgot to lean, then you should. If you can. You don't have to, but if, if you can. Ashkenazi, you said only the second cup? If you missed the second cup? That specifically by the second cup, uh, you can add. You should add. And the rest, you don't. You don't. It's, it, even if you made a mistake, you don't add. So Ashkenazi can only have five cups at most. An Ashkenazi can have up, yeah. Yeah, five cups at most. So only, okay, Technically, yeah. you are allowed to drink wine in the meal. Yes, I understand. I may not recommend it because you might be toppling over by the time you get to the third or fourth cup, but you have to know how you know your level of tolerance and yeah. whatnot. But 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 during the actual during the non-meal, so the only time when you if you made a mistake. You're allowed, you're not allowed, but you're, you're urged to, um, to re-drink is after the second cup for Ashkenazi. Ashkenazi. It's only applies to men, right? No women? So for women, if they know themselves and they can have more wine and it won't affect them negatively, then yeah, they are encouraged to drink um, again if they made a mistake and didn't lean. But if they know, like I'd say most people, that it's yeah. going to affect them negatively, then they're not obligated no. to leave. Okay? 